Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown and beyond. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. Admit it. What? That, that was a that was a good pickup line. I'm in a band, and you're playing on my heart. So Kev <laughs> went shopping at a local mm-hmm. uh, large clothing retailer. Would that be a, an yeah. accurate description? Yeah. In the college community in which he lives, mm-hmm. and uh, he saw a, a young lady working the register, mm-hmm. one of the college townie floozies, <laughs> and. Uh, I told him, I said, because I have no use for these pickup lines anymore. Casey. Right, right. But All, they still come to you. It would be like Michael Jordan. He doesn't play basketball anymore. Right. But it would be a shame if all of the things that had served him well, mm-hmm. he didn't bestow upon others so they might use right. the things that have worked well for You're him. You're a good coach. I have all of these things that have worked well for me, and I just have kind of tried to give them to Kevin. Mm-hmm. And so I told Kevin this would have been the line I would have used with her. I would have walked up there to the register. He said they were having a lovely conversation. And then at one point I would have looked at her and said, hey, do you like music? And then she, you know, everybody likes music. She would have said yes. And then Kevin should have said, well, I play in a band. And right now you're playing on my heart. Well, she was talking to me about like the housing market. So I don't really know how I would have like fit that into the conversation. You just bring it up. You work that one in there. You're having a great conversation. Mm -hmm. And then, so she's like, where is he going to go with this? Mm -hmm. Like, is there a, is there a Rolling Stones concert that I wasn't (laughs) aware of? Or, or is, has the who gotten back together? Tickets to a show. Exactly. And then you weave that in and Mm -hmm. then. Boom. She is not forgetting that. You know she's going home and telling her girlfriends about it. And you just walk out. You don't even, nothing else. Mm-hmm. You just walk out. And then she is going to be yearning yeah. for you to come back and buy <laughs> some more novelty shirts or uh, ties or whatever else you're buying there. Sweater. Can you repeat that line again? <laughs> I'd like to. That's what uh, yeah. she says. It's, 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 hey, do you like music? And then when she says yes, you say, well, I play in a band and you're playing on my heart. On my because heart. then it also... You get out without being a weirdo and a creeper. You're in a band. You're in a band. Yeah. And the key is you got to walk out though, Kev. It's all about discipline. It's like you don't throw the ball down the field every play. You got to run. You got to draw the defense up a little bit to get those man-on-man coverages. Mm -hmm. And part of successfully interacting with members of the opposite sex is patience, Kev. Mm -hmm. You can't always try to drive the green. Sometimes the safe play is to lay up and hit a wedge in. And that would have been, if you walk out, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, what a great line. Yeah. This guy's in a band. And then you'll be in her head and all and, day. And here's the thing yeah. about you, Kevin. I've told you this before. Uh-huh. You're decent looking enough that you are uh, <laughs> you are unassuming. So she's not going to be like, what a weirdo. 
you're not you don't have a Ted Bundy vibe or a John Gacy vibe. You're not the Night Stalker. So just <laughs> I'm just telling you, you may want to use that one next time. And I don't need any credit. Just you being happy will be credit enough. Uh, my Sounds favorite good. part of this entire conversation is that you just told Kevin that he was decent looking enough. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And he said he said I'm I'm just slightly better than Richard Ramirez. I did not. I said Stalker. you're not them. I meant that as a comp a compliment. <laughs> Okay. Oh, oh, Kevin, you're Brad Pitt. Oh my gosh, you're an attractive dude. I mean, look, Kevin, you're you decent are, looking. Enough. You have every. You have just enough. You have an advantage in the sense. I mean, while you are not Brad Pitt, you're also not John Goodman. Mm. So you you are good yeah. enough looking. What I meant by that is you're good enough looking to where someone is not going to be offended by your natural approach to them. Mm-hmm. You have the ability to actually have these conversations, which many men do not. You brought up a good point, though, that the women are talking to him more than he's talking with them. Right? Yeah. It's something... They're not afraid. It's something I've noticed. Yeah. (laughs) And you're not taking advantage of any of it! How do you know? (laughs) Hey, now. Okay, let's get to a couple voicemails. 317-684-8444. That's the phone number if you'd like to become involved. So we were talking on Friday about this cold weather, and you had mentioned, Rob, about don't go out to the grocery store and empty the shelves and be ridiculous. And somebody has a story about that. Casey, Kendall, uh, just calling in. You were just talking about, you know, the crazy people getting food for winter, and I just had an interesting story to that. My family, I have 15 siblings in my family. Before you ask, I'm not Amish, Mormon, Catholic, <laughs> any of those, but one of the kids. Anyway, we're going through the Aldi shopping line, and normally, you know, we fill up two buggies when we go get groceries. I mean, we have to get a lot of food for these kids. And there was this one lady, and she was just getting all up my mom's face. You know, you're buying up all this food, blah, 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 blah. And my mom, she's such a nice lady. You know, she doesn't say anything. And she just says, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, and we keep, and we're checking out, checking out two big, just piled up buggies that mm-hmm. normally get. And the uh, guy at the register just to this lady he's like she's like you don't know these people do you she goes no she goes they're in here every week and they get the same amount of food they got 15 stinking kids give them a break (laughs) anyway i just thought it was funny because everyone does get a little crazy with the bread and the milk but uh it always brings up good memories for me love the show see you 15 kids could you imagine that grocery bill oh no wow two buggies full Every week. We've reached the point at Costco where my wife, when I married her, was Miss Independent. I'm Mm going to take care of everything on my own. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed, like, she used to be groceries and food and everything. She would always just, and she would, like, fight me over being able to pay for it. And I have noticed, as the grocery bill has gone up, more and more now, hey, I'm going to take your card. Is that all right? And... I've noticed as we've gone, this is this has coincided with us going to Costco more. Mm-hmm. And the other day, she goes, 
and she comes back and I said, Hey, how much was it? So I can keep an eye on the, you know, make sure all the charges are whatever. Right. She goes, you don't even want to know. <laughs> what else did she buy? Well, I mean, it all seemed reasonable. So you're not stuff. buying liquor. Well, booze, I, I, cause I, you're not drinking right now. We have replaced it with other items. Mm-hmm. It's I was anticipating the bill might go down a little bit. Yeah. However, it appears that's what happens when you go to Costco. Well, and the Costco thing is a little deceptive though, because like, okay, for example, we have 9 million rolls of toilet paper. <laughs> now at our house. That's good. I mean, it's it's something you'll use. We will be in the middle of the next administration and we will still have toilet paper in our house. So how do I judge that? Because I'm guessing, I don't know. She didn't tell me. That was a markedly larger upfront cost than Mm -hmm. we normally pay for toilet paper. But if I get it for all that time, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to factor that out. The hard thing about Costco is if you go in there and you'll see something, I'm going to try this. Mm -hmm. You buy the big, huge box of it. And what if it's something you really don't like? You're stuck with it for a long time. Like She called me and she goes, uh, hey, I'm going to get some hamburger here. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, great. And I know that things at Costco are a little bigger than what you get at the store. Did you get enough hamburger to feed an army? The people at... <laughs> yes, Kay, I, it is like I'm looking at this going, what are we going to do with this? And then, of course, it takes, because she is a perfectionist, nine hours to freeze this bag of meat that we didn't use. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to have a long talk about time spent mm-hmm. versus savings of the purchase. Now you're going to have to buy a freezer. Well, this is the other thing. <laughs> and I guess in the long term, it would you know pay for itself. Mm-hmm. But... Unlike you, I am not made of money. <laughs> and we got into this Costco thing to save money and it appears to be costing me oh, money. Oh, no. Okay, so um, Eric Holcomb, we was it, last last week he gave his state of the state address, his that, final one. That's going to be my new thing, Casey. Whenever we mention him. I'm every For the rest of the year, whenever mm-hmm. we say Eric Holcomb, I'm going to go boo. Okay. Uh, Well, he gave his state of the state address. This is his last year. And somebody called and wanted to know what's next. I was wondering if you could relate to me over the air of where Holcomb's job or next job may be after being the governor. I would assume that it's going to be with someone that he has led into the state and be making some six-figure income. Please address it. Thank you. Mm. Well, we all know uh, high tax will not work a real job because he's never worked a real job. So he won't do something where he has to actually produce anything because he's never produced anything. So uh, Lockdown McGee has been a, a leech and a hanger on his entire life. That's how he became the governor. He was the ultimate leech and hanger on and and boy that they, you know, good boy that they could pat on the head and say, there, there, you will do this. And to his donor and and lobbyist caretakers. Um, So I don't know, maybe he'll, he likes sports. Maybe he'll run the IHS AA. Mm. I mean, he can run that thing into the ground just like he's done the state of Indiana. Mm -hmm. Um, And they've got a huge head start for him, you know, I mean, so with the class basketball and whatnot. So maybe he'll do that. Uh, Something at a chamber of commerce somewhere. Uh, Look, it's going to be somewhere where he's not accountable to anyone and doesn't have to produce. And that'll be the end of it. So I saw over the weekend, um, the Taiwan voting and how Joe Biden said that they're not supporting the Taiwan independence and still on the one China policy. And then there was this other part where they said that we're going to send a non-political delegation. (laughs) 
over to Taiwan, and my first thought was, this is the sort of thing that Eric Holcomb Absolutely. will do. Well, he, it, He'll be part of a non-political delegation that will tour the globe it, on behalf of the U.S. If you, if Trump wins, you could very likely see him be some low-level ambassador somewhere. I mean, the guy has never produced in his entire life, so he's not going to start at 53 or 54 or however many years old he is now. Mm-hmm. And obviously he, much of his life was being a yes man lapdog stooge toady for political people he's not going to do that anymore because he was a governor he couldn't get elected dog catcher anymore in a republican primary so he's not going to do that so i mean it'll be a, a think tank or a ambassadorship like you said or it'll be the ihsaa i mean whatever whatever you whatever it is you can rest assured the grift will be strong and he'll be doing as little work as possible 